This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. This is, of course, your daily financial news. If you don't know, we do this every day right around 7.30 a.m. We do these live. So if a phone rings or my internet gets all messed up, we deal with it and move on. Uh, Today's daily financial news, I want to remind you, if you like to talk about money, investing, consumers, cost of capital, stuff that is going on in the market that can impact your business, do me a favor, leave a thumbs up and also subscribe. Uh, One of the things that you will see on this channel is you can go back over a year and we've been talking about the daily financial news. If you want to see what we talked about on March 3rd, go for it. If you want to talk about what we did on May 18th, it's there. So you really get a feel for what goes on with these daily financial news. Second, I'd love to tell you about a video that I created this morning that is now 83% uploaded. So as you know, if you've been following this channel, I strongly disagree with a lot of the talking heads on YouTube about a crash in single-family homes next year. It is getting to a point where it is something needed to be done. So I'm putting out a video today. Again, it's now 85% uploaded calling for single-family homes across the U.S. to be up 10% next year. In this video, it's about, I think it's 15 minutes long. It's PowerPoint-based because the first thing I need to do is I need to take the bullet points from the other talking heads, 3.1 million people in forbearance, uh, frustrated landlords in the eviction moratorium, and high unemployment. I need to address those talk about how those will impact 2021. And then most importantly, I list out seven or eight reasons why demand and supply is going to be way unbalanced next year. And it's going to, again, lead to a rise of at least 10%. As I say in the video, there will unquestionably be some vertical cities, New York, San Francisco, easiest to point at, that will decline. But those declines are not national declines. So I had enough. I wanted to put something out there so that these other YouTube real estate gurus could see it. They could challenge me. And maybe, just maybe, one of them would like to debate me on this discussion. I've tried to reach out to each of them to say, hey, you think it's going to go down 30%? I think it's going to go up 10%. Let's discuss it and help folks. Well, I'm done waiting I put out I put the gauntlet down single family homes nationally speaking up at least 10% next year. We're going to see what happens. We're going to see if one of these gurus want to have a discussion because I would love to point it out. So uh, look for that one. It'll probably be up by the time this video is over. And again, if you like content like that, you like just original non-edited let's talk about money and investing, you need to subscribe to the channel because that's all I produce. Uh, As for today's daily financial news, a couple of things. First, I'm going to keep saying this probably all week, just like all last week. Relax, take a deep breath, 
Last week and this week, there's no reason to do anything that would be a large move, right? The markets are going to be bumpy. Uh, there's a good chance we don't know who the winner is tomorrow. Let's hope we know who the winner is by Friday. Let's hope we don't have another Gore-Bush 38-day you know, election thing as they, they fight it out in Florida. Let's hope we know. You know, I'd really like to know by tomorrow, but I respect the process. And let's just say we hope we know by Friday. I could live with that. By Friday, let's make sure all the votes are counted. I've heard we have record, um, whatever they're called, absentee ballots or vote by mail. I'm one of them. Where, where's my I voted? I voted. Uh, so again, let's make sure everybody's votes counted. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, in the real estate business, we have a couple of mall REITs, Go BK, CBL, and Pennsylvania. Both were REITs focused on malls. These mall providers, they probably wouldn't say it, but they're more class B mall providers where Simon Properties is class A. Um, I don't think CBL or Pennsylvania would necessarily say that. Uh, but when I looked at where their malls were, what kind of stores were there, that's what it felt like to me. Uh, but yes, they've gone BK, Chapter 11. They are looking to reposition debt, stretch out terms, lower interest rates. This is why I believe uh, we're going to have record bank, break, blah, record bankruptcies in Q4. It's just good business. Why fight and struggle and dip into savings and sometimes retirement accounts to try to get to the other side when you don't know how far away it is? With these lockdowns now in the UK, Germany, Austria, some very strict, like the UK, can't go outside for four weeks unless you're doing one or two or three things. Man, the UK economy, whoo, not good, not good. Uh, Germany just announced um, it's going to be interesting, right? The US elections, we're hearing about case counts more and more. For me, it's about the consumer. What does the consumer internalize? Is the consumer like Q1 where, or Q2, sorry, Q2? Do they suddenly save? Does the national savings rate go from 7 or 8 to 33? That's what happened in Q2 or 31, something like that. You would think savings is good, right? Savings at an individual level, awesome. Savings at a national level, 31%. Horrible, horrible. We are a consumer-based economy. And we are when we are saving, we are not consuming. That's how you have a fall of 31 or 33% or whatever it was in GDP in Q2. Or does the consumer kind of continue the Q3 vibe, right? We're kind of figuring this thing out. We're all Amazon shopping now. We're all working from home doing Zoom calls. Do we just kind of limp through what's going to be a rough winter. I don't know. I don't know. But I can tell you, I believe this consumer psychology is a lot more fragile than I think anyone would want to admit. And when the consumer psychology is fragile, generally speaking, they retreat, i.e. they save. So we have to watch these things. And we have to watch unemployment claims. We talk about it every Thursday with Jonathan. I missed October. I thought unemployment, new unemployment claims would trend up. They've actually, I would even say trended down. 
unemployment rate is under seven. Now we've talked about how dirty the data is, but hey, under seven, didn't see that coming. Does that continue? Does it continue its slow grind or does it tick up and a W recession or a double dip is on the table? Q4 is uncertain and hopefully a lot of it gets resolved by Friday with we knowing who our president is for the next four years because that will set the tone for taxes, infrastructure, stimulus, all these things we know that are coming but can't can happen until this control point is done, hopefully this week. What else do I got for you? AMC Theaters. Man, I don't know why they don't just go bankrupt. They are now selling stock. They need to raise $50 million. $50 million. Um, yeah, $50 million in stock sales going on. Uh, I just saw a note, uh, one of these little comment bubbles come up about Blackstone and Invitation Homes. You need to check out a video I did just three days ago on that exact topic. Uh, I did a topic on... Uh, Blackstone and uh, Invitation Home. So go check it out. All my thoughts are in that video. Uh, but back to AMC, again, airlines struggling, hotels struggling, theaters struggling, anything entertain entertainment that requires crowds struggling. Sometimes you just need to go bankrupt. It's not a criminal offense. Nobody, nobody cuts off your arm or takes your firstborn. Just, you just need to go. And with no new movies coming out, blockbusters, I don't know what you do. I just don't know. Oil is down. Oil uh, was was trading above 40, right? We kind of stabilized. Most producers can make money at 40. Uh, but now it's down to 35. Now they're losing money. This is completely a demand story. Europe is going on lockdown. Uh, rise, raising case counts in the U.S., potential at least localized lockdowns. Uh, it's It's not looking good. There's... There's, it's almost uninvestable at this point, oil stocks. It's, it's kind of funny. Uh, I did see that New York dropped their quarantine list. I don't know if you knew this, but New York was constantly listing states that you had to be quarantined for 14 days. Well, guess what? Uh, the list now included uh, over 90% of U.S. states and their tourism dollars were down. Are you shocked? I'm shocked. Crazy, right? Uh, well, now they've dropped that quarantine list and instead or have adapted a more reasonable uh, testing strategy, where if you come, you need to be tested within the first three days or something of that nature. Again, all of these lockdowns and restrictions, they, they, they attack one part of it, but there are ripple effects that sometimes people do not think about. And when you tell 48 states that you can't come to New York, 48 states don't go to New York. That simple. Uh, Again, uh, there's an article out today about Facebook, Twitter, venture capital, all looking at life outside the Silicon Valley. Uh, I've read some articles over the weekend about New York and the financial services industries seriously looking to get out of Wall Street. But now when you take the VCs, venture capital, out of the Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley could look very different in three to five years. Uh, if there's no more Sand Hill Road, or if it's just a name and not the VC capital of California, and, and you spread VCs out throughout the U.S., it's going to be very different in the Valley. Uh, and again, it's better for companies, less costly, right? You pay the employees less. Uh, you have cheaper rent for offices. Uh, 
you ha- you have a bigger pool of talent. So again, opening up yourself to just non-Bay Area is good for the company. It's generally good for the employee. Yes, you may make less top line, but when you do the full cost of living, it's better for you. Again, California, man. Oh, Mr. Gavin Newsom, you have, uh, it's going to be a rough, rough couple of years. And then lastly, uh, two more things. First and foremost, airlines are getting creative. I got to give them credit. I saw two for one sales uh, by some airlines. And I imagine if these take off, others will cop- will follow or copy. Again, think about it. You're going to get on a plane, two for one, 50% off, right? Uh, again, when you travel, and, and again, this is more really about vacation travel, right? When I was traveling for business, 90% of the time it was a solo trip, right? I would meet somebody from my team in the location. They would travel for somewhere else. But when when business travel is this far off, you've got to see vacation travel, family trips. Two for one is a great idea, in my opinion, and they should, they should add marketing material about that. And then lastly, uh, I've been pretty clear that I'm a huge fan of Gary V. Uh, I don't know if you follow him on Instagram. If you don't, you should. Gary V put out about a 90-second video on Instagram yesterday. I actually posted it on Facebook, on my Facebook page, talking about how there is going to be a 20 to 30-year shift in how work-life balance, office, work-from-home, Zoom, all of these things. And his point, right, he admits he's not a real estate guy, but he's saying, you know what? Some of these big cities like New York are going to lose and some of the suburbs are going to win. While that's what I've been saying for a while, it's actually a big part of the video that I just posted. It's called Single Family Homes Will Not Crash in 2021. That's the video I'm asking you to take a look at. Let me know your thoughts. And again, I have a couple of interviews today. One at eight, uh, of course, with Greg Dickerson. And at nine, I'm at Vit. In interviewing in a California attorney to talk about evictions and what's going on with moratoriums and how he and his clients, which I am one of his clients, are dealing with evictions. So you can look for, forward to that later in the day. Again, if you're watching, give me a thumbs up. We got 44 people watching and nine thumbs up. Not good. Let's see if we can get thumbs up to over 150 today. Why not? And then again, if you do like your daily financial news, non-political, just what is really going on, hit subscribe, hit notify. But remember, if you're going to hit notification on my YouTube channel, you're going to get three to five notifications every day. So don't be, uh, don't be alarmed. All right, everybody, take care of yourself. Have fun. Bye-bye.